0: This is B2B Radio featuring Mr. Biz, sponsored by Capital Plus. Over the next half hour, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth, a nationally recognized leading business-to-business advisor, will present information that helps reduce risk, improve financial performance, and change your company's future. If you're ready to take your business to the next level, this program is for you. And now, here's Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth.
1: Hello. Welcome to B2B Radio, brought to you by Capital Plus. Capital Plus helps you unlock your capital and unleash your business potential. CPI creates customized financial solutions for growing businesses nationwide. All right. Well, as usual, it's me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. And this week, again, we're going to have a topic that we have not discussed before, but I think is an important one. And I'll tell you, I employ it myself for sure. And I just recently had a meeting with our guest this week, and it really started to make me think about it, we haven't really talked about this on the show, but I think it's very important. And So what we're going to talk about today is using swag to promote your brand. I'm sure you all know what that is, Uh, you know, different promotional materials and things like that. Uh, You know, if you're one of the cool kids, you say swag. Uh, So (laughs) at least as far as I know, uh, our guest this week is Mr. Jeff Wasserstrom, who is the founder of JAW Enterprises. So welcome to the show, Jeff. Thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks, Ken. Glad to be here today. So uh, we're going to talk a little bit about, so here's kind of the rundown how we're going to run this. So we're going to talk a little bit about Jeff, about his entrepreneurial journey. Um, He's got a really cool history and how he's gotten to where he's at right now. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, Of course, we're going to talk about JAW Enterprises and, and frankly, pick his brain a bit on, you know, some of the cool things that, you know, some of his customers, clients use that are very effective that you might not think of. Um, You know, it's promotional items that um, might be a little off the wall that you might not think of. And then, of course, as we always do in the third segment, um, we're definitely going to pick his brain, and we're going to get some tips from Jeff on how how to use that swag to promote our brand. What are some some ways we can do? And some again, some, maybe some things that we haven't thought of um, ourselves, and, and we're not utilizing. Um, and again, he's got lots of experience in that way. So that all being said, tell us a little bit about um, your background, your entrepreneur journey.
2: Uh, it's it's been a long one. Uh, <laughs> 10 or going, 12
1: years, I mean, you know.
2: I mean, I'll go back to graduating college back in 1980. Um, I co opted and I was in, had a retail background, so I worked at retail and graduated in 80 and came back to Columbus, where I'm from. Uh, went to work for what used to be Lazarus, if for anybody that still remembers that. Yeah, yeah, uh, the
1: port- store, yeah.
2: Yep, yeah, I was in the buying program. So I started out as a trainee, then became an assistant buyer, associate buyer, and after about three and a half years, I... Got the urge. I uh, grew up in a family restaurant business, and my grandfather had started a mm-hmm. uh, bar and grill in downtown Columbus. And my dad came back from World War II and he took it over. And all of a sudden, uh, mid 83, toward the end of 83, I thought, you know, maybe I want to give that a try. I had some restaurant ideas and things like that. Mm-hmm. So I thought, all right. I shocked my parents when I told them I was leaving, because they didn't want me to go into the restaurant business. Right. They're like, uh, oh, his son's got a great corporate job. He's got a paycheck every two exactly. weeks. It's nice and easy. Yeah. You, you got it. Yeah. Uh, so I think they, they were disappointed to a certain degree, but also happy. Sure. So so I, I went there and uh, worked with my dad for a couple years, and- and I learned that restaurant business wasn't for me. <laughs> tough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the positive thing is I never regret that I didn't give it a try to see if I wanted to keep it in the family business. Right. Yeah. So yeah. so, so I did that for a couple of years. And actually from there, I went in my own business, stayed in the food business, and started my own cookie business called Cookie Time. I never baked a cookie in my life. Decided I wanted to do a, <laughs> start a business. And so I was doing care packages for college students. And then I started doing gift baskets for realtors and insurance people. And I started in my apartment, and then I moved into uh, a little retail store out in Reynoldsburg, uh, right near the high school. Uh, had a whole gift shop and everything, and did that for about a year or so. So and, wait a minute, before you go any further, yes. so, so what what
1: triggered in your in your brain... <laughs> no, no, seriously, no, I think this is valuable, because mm-hmm. there's a lot of people who listen to the show who maybe are aspiring business owners, mm-hmm. and they say, yeah, I kind of want to do it, but... Man, I'm in the corporate world, and I know every two weeks I'm getting my paycheck, and and then or they've tried the family business and they don't like it. They know it's not for them, but they don't want to disappoint their parents. So, how do you make that leap from being corporate world, family business to you know what? I'm going to do this on my own, and especially to something that you didn't you hadn't no experience in right previously.
2: Uh, part of it is I just never really wanted to work for somebody. Uh, I had come from that for a you while. A rebel, <laughs> exactly, and it was like the idea is you know. I put enough pressure on myself to succeed that working sometimes in the corporate world and you have a boss over you, you get that added pressure above you that I didn't, I didn't want to have to deal with that. Mm-hmm. And I also liked the idea of having my own business that I could be creative and no one around me could stop me from doing oh, what I wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. So let me be creative with everything like that. So that, that's kind of what got me involved with okay. that. So I was just look at that time. To be honest with you, I was just looking for a business that I could start. That didn't take much of a cost to start because yeah. cookies, I made them to order. So I didn't have to <laughs> right. stock a bunch of cookies <laughs> or inventory and things like that. Yeah, So that's kind of what I ended up doing. Um, and so did that, like I said, for about a year or two. And one of my customers was Century 21. And when I was closing down, they said, go get your real estate license. Come work for us. So I got my real estate license. And I went to work for Century 21. Um uh, But after not very long time, maybe a couple months, I (laughs) go, I haven't made any money since I left Lazarus. Basically, my dad paid me just enough to get by, didn't make any money in the cookie business. So I did real estate for a couple months, and I finally told him, I said, this isn't going to work. Timing's not right. So I I thought, all right, even though I wanted to be in business for myself and be able to be creative, I need to go back to the corporate world and get that Get a paycheck, yeah, yeah. So I never thought I'd go into sales in a million years. Um, so I went with the recruiter, um, and we were looking for a sale. I was looking for a sales job. Mm -hmm. And one day the recruiter contacted me, said, Heath candy bar company is coming tomorrow. They're going to be interviewing people to help start their direct sales force. They're looking for somebody with experience, but if you're willing to go, you can go. And I said, I got nothing to lose. So I went and interviewed The regional manager was here and he goes, you remind me of someone like me when I was your age. I was in my late 20s, just need a break. So, I got the break. Nice. Got the job, got a company car. It was a oh, Ford. Man. It was a Ford Tempo, not that special, <laughs> but it had four wheels. But still, yeah. So, it was kind of kind of special. So, I started selling for Heath Candy Bar Company, the Heath L.S. Heath and Sons. Mm-hmm. Um, 6 months later, I'm get home after a day out in the road and get a call and They sold the company and we all lost our jobs. So now I was looking for something (laughs) else again. Um, But now I had some sales experience. So I thought, all right, now I can stay in sales. So as I looked around, Hershey, I found out, was looking for somebody in their new grocery product division. Uh, Hershey had separated. They had candy people selling candy and then all their grocery products. And for you, trying to think of what's grocery products from Hershey? It's your baking items like your chocolate chips, your baking cocoa, baking chocolate, then your ice cream toppings, and I ended up going to work for them, and okay. we came out with a zillion different products because they were able to really focus on grocery products. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that went really well. Did that for eight years, um, and then I'm getting married in November of 1996. Two months before I get married, Hershey says, we're getting rid of all the salespeople. Oh, we're going to brokers, <laughs> and my fiancé at the time, i well, Hopefully, she's not listening. Said, <laughs> You think it's a good idea we get married? Maybe we should hold off. I said, No, it'll, it'll be, be fine. fine. <laughs> I'll find something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we got married. I didn't find anything. Um, and then uh, about six months later, Hershey contacts me and they say, Hey, how would you like to come back and manage the brokers over in Indiana, Ohio? I said, Fantastic. It took me like one second. And that's what yeah. I did.
1: Well, all right, so let's hold there. We're, we've got to, up against a break here. We'll pay some bills. We'll come back. Uh, I, I told you guys, a fascinating journey here. We'll continue talking with Jeff about his journey. Um, we'll give the Mr. Biz tip of the week, and then we'll talk a little bit more about JAW Enterprises. So we'll see you after the break on B2B Radio.
0: Do you need to dive into online marketing but don't know where to start? Maybe you need an expert to help design your website, or maybe you just need to drive more traffic to your website. Our Biz Marketing is here to help. Our customized local service specializes in digital lead generation.
2: Our Biz Marketing, where our business is marketing your business online. Go to rbizmarketing.com. That's rbizmarketing.com. rbizmarketing.com. That's rbizmarketing.com.
1: Thank you for being a Mr. Biz Solutions subscriber and listening to B2B Radio. Would you like to have your business highlighted in this spot?
0: To submit questions to the show, email them to Mr. Biz at MrBizSolutions.com. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. Welcome back
1: to B2B Radio with me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth, and this week's guest, Mr. Jeff Wagerstrom, who is the founder and owner and uh, head chief head honcho at Jaw Enterprises. Uh, it's time for the Mr. Biz tip of the week, and this one's a simple one. Be a solution. Too many times I think people don't think in that way. So that's what your customers want. They don't want to hear about you and your your graduated summa cum laude and, you know, you've got all this experience. They want to know how you can help them. So focus on being a solution, not only for, frankly, it works in your personal life too, right? That's what your wife wants, your your husband wants, your kids want, uh, you know, uh, think about that. Uh, think about what that mindset, be a solution. All right. So we left off last segment. Uh, talking with Jeff about his, his, his unique experience he's had throughout his career. So, where we left off, you were going back to Hershey to manage their brokers, correct? Correct. Okay.
2: Correct. So, I did go back and spent two years uh, with Hershey after I came back. And after we had a child together, so I had taken on two stepdaughters before that, and then we had a child together, build a new house. And after all this was going great, you know, just about two years later, they said, oops. We don't need you anymore. Oh, uh, we have too many managers. We got to reduce the number of managers. Oh, so So I lost my job, and I was just telling Ken a minute ago, what's so ironic is I'm in here today, 20 years to the day of my last day with Hershey, also my <laughs> daughter's birthday.
1: <laughs> ah, there you go. There you go. <clears throat> and Life has changed. Life great. has
2: changed since then.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's great timing. All right, So you, so Hershey's for the second time. You part ways with them. What next?
2: Uh, good question. I started looking around, trying to stay in sales, since that was my background and so forth at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I I was looking around. Nothing was coming very quickly or easy, and I was getting tired of just looking. Mm-hmm. And at this time, I was you know, in my early 40s, uh, and I kind of started thinking I'm going to be the oldest and the newest anywhere I go, and I just felt yeah. that I'm going to be chasing jobs for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. So I thought, all right, let's go ahead and try and do something on my own again. Uh, and so going into the year 2000, I started creating some designs, t-shirt designs for the year 2000. Um, and I got written up in the Columbus Dispatch. They were looking for people creating designs for the year 2000. So it looked like everything would be great. Unfortunately, I got written up, but I didn't sell any t-shirts anywhere. <laughs> so you're a media, media star,
1: but media darling. But
2: You got it. But I did have... I Made a connection with a gift shop in downtown Columbus that carried Columbus, Ohio stuff and Ohio State stuff, and they knew somebody who was looking for a sales rep. So that kind of brought us together, and I ended up going to work for them. And so I was a sales rep for a uh, embroidery and screen printing company that represented Ohio State. So that was kind of the beginning how I got where I am today. So I did that for a couple years. Uh, and then from there, uh, after a couple years, I realized I could do this on, completely on my own. Mm-hmm and contract everything out. So I went completely on my own after about two or three years and started adding promotional products, and that's kind of where I am today. So actually I'm celebrating my 20th year this year, and basically the last about 18 have been on my own.
1: Yeah, cool stuff. So for those of you out there that (laughs) some of you may have, I'm sure no one has exactly that journey, but a similar type journey, the corporate world, and giving it a shot on your own, it doesn't always work out the first time. Right, uh, correct. But now, you know, the second time you went out on your own, think of all that experience you had in in the interim to where I'm sure that's it had to have helped you tremendously, oh, right?
2: A lot. And what's interesting is, and as much as I you know, say I've been doing this for 20 years now, and we're saying you learn from your first time, then you start over. Now, when you're in business for yourself, most of you out there that are in the same situation as it still doesn't mean it's always going to flow perfectly every <laughs> right. day when you're in business for yourself. So you're still going to have your ups and downs, but you just, you learn how to deal with them and you go on and you just keep, keep moving and you got to forget what happened and you're constantly, you just got to keep a positive mind and always be thinking ahead. What's next? How can I get better? What do I have to do next? And that's something you gotta, you gotta have in your mind every day.
1: Yeah, that's definitely has to be a mindset. Well, you've definitely, I mean, over your journey, you've proven you're resilient if you weren't. You would have, you would be in the fetal position in the corner of a room somewhere. <laughs> uh, so you've definitely proven your your resiliency for sure. And again, I'm sure that's a testament to how you've been successful in, in business and running jaw enterprises. So, so tell us a little bit about jaw enterprises. So, so uh, what? And I'm sure I, I don't want you to list every single thing you guys sell, mm-hmm. but give give us an idea. Like, what are is there particular areas you specialize in, or do you like to work in? Or
2: it's funny you say that. I, I mean, we can put your. Logo or information on almost anything you could possibly imagine. Mm-hmm. You know, anything from apparel to your typical your mugs, your magnets, pens and pencils, and hats and everything like that. Uh, but one of the things that I think really helps separate me a couple of things I think it separates me from everybody else is mm-hmm. one because of my vast background, being a buyer, being an owner, working the corporate, working in small business. I can relate to almost anybody out there and get an idea of what would work for them. Mm-hmm. And, and I really enjoy talking to them, listening to them, and finding out how I can help them individually. It's not like a one-item-fits-all. One mm-hmm. you know. So I get out there and I talk with my client and find out exactly what we can do to help them and not try and just tell them without hearing their side of the story because mm-hmm. you really got to listen to them. So I think that's really important. And it's really and what I try and focus on is making sure my my goal is to make sure they're different. The idea I try and get I go JW Enterprise, you create a partner for jaw dropping promotions. And my objective is to help you stand out and get noticed so that when your clients or prospects are looking for your product or service, they'll contact you and not one of your competitors. And that's what we're trying to accomplish. So give you an idea when I'm looking at different products and things like that. Mm-hmm. I use the three U's when I'm talking about products. And probably one of the most important thing you can think of when you're looking for a product to give out is to make sure it's useful. Uh, I mean, if you're giving out a product that's not useful, it's probably not going to stay in their hands and, and you're not going to stay top of mind and you are could be possibly throwing out your money because mm-hmm. you're not getting anything in return for it. So that's number one. Uh, number two is unique if you can take a useful product that has a unique feature to it, you got a better chance of actually standing out and being remembered, which is what you're trying to accomplish with the Pro's products so that they'll remember you and they'll contact you. Um, and there's a lot of products out there. I mean, there's a zillion different pens out there, and you can just do a pen, or you can do a pen maybe that's a little larger, uh, a stylus pen. There's so many different features you can get on a pen that help you, you stand out, um, and the third one is if you've done a useful item and you've done a unique item, you get the third U air, and that's unforgettable. And that's what you're really trying to accomplish. So if you can do the first two, like like t-shirts for instance, t-shirts are a, a big thing out there. Mm-hmm. And you can do t-shirts, but I don't know how many out there have heard of. There's compressed t-shirts that are compressed into the shape, and it can be. There's a zillion different shapes. You can even customize the shape. So let's say you're uh, you're in the uh, a handyman company. you mm-hmm. could have a t-shirt that could be shaped like a, a hammer or something mm-hmm. with that visual will be there and that's why I say useful is the most important but unique can work in some cases uh, even if it's not always totally useful because if it's really unique, that first impression will stick with them forever Absolutely, and ever yeah. so that can't work but ideally you want to be useful you want to be unique. And then you're going to be unforgettable, and that's what we're trying to accomplish.
1: Yeah. No, I think, and so two things, and we've got to uh, run to a break again, but uh, two things I want to point out that, number one, and I promise I did not plant this, it seems to happen all the time. <laughs> if you think about what Jeff has told us, he's being a solution. He's talking to a, to be a solution. And the other thing that's different is he's consultative. He does. You don't just come in and say, right, give me a shirt, and he says, here's what we have. So, all right, we're going to head to break. Come back for B2B Radio.
0: Are you frustrated with trying to grow your business? You're not alone because the business growth experts at Tritraction are here to help. Tritraction's proven business systems, marketing, and sales formula has helped many businesses like yours achieve amazing results. Could your company benefit from explosive sales growth and a huge jump in website traffic? Call 800-719-4281 today for a free consultation with the business growth experts at Tritraction. That's 800-719-4281. Systems plus marketing plus sales equals business growth.
1: Thank you for being a Mr. Biz Solutions subscriber and listening to B2B Radio. Would you like to have your business highlighted in this spot? You can reach our entire subscriber base, all of Mr. Biz Nation, every week and archive for future listeners. We can record your very own spot to highlight your business, and you can also use it anywhere else you want, including your website or social media. If you are interested, please email us at info at MrBizSolutions.com. Don't hesitate because there are limited spots available.
0: Mr. Biz on social media at Mr. Biz Tweets on Twitter and Ken and Mr. Biz Wentworth on LinkedIn. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz.
1: All right, welcome back to B2B Radio with me, Mr. Biz Ken Wentworth, and that is B2B Radio brought to you by Capital Plus. CPI removes the hassles of balancing cash flow by becoming your full service credit and collections department. I should also mention that I probably should have mentioned in the last segment if anyone's wondering, you guys are probably out there like, okay, that's great. We know Jeff's going to help us. How do we find Jeff? Um, You can find him at jawenterprises.net is his website. So you can go out there and you can contact him through that, and you can also see uh, the myriad of products they have. Um, good stuff. So I want to touch on uh, something I had to kind of run into break there, but the, a big difference that I found, I think, of what Jeff does compared to other promotional-type companies is, they are what, at least in my experience, they are more of what I would call an order taker. So I come to that company and say, I want to do T-shirts. And they go, great. What color do you want? Where do you want your logo? Sign here and we make your shirts. They don't say, hmm, what's your business? Ooh, you know what would probably be better than T-shirts would be? Which is what Jeff does. Jeff is more consultative. And again, you guys have heard his background. His background is custom made for this kind of stuff, right? So he's not just shooting from the hip he's got experience with these things so his consultative uh portion of it is a huge value add it's not again not to sound stereotypical but it's not some 18 year old kid saying oh no you should do this or do that um you know uh, actually one quick story and i want to get a couple of anecdotes from you but you mentioned uh you know useful unique unforgettable uh you know, back in the day, one of the things I had the idea for, and I remember this is before I had my own business or anything. I'm like, man, if I had an IT services company, I would make mouse pads and I would pass those things like I, out like it was my job because you'd have a mouse pad right there by your PC. So when that thing bombed out on you, I'm right there. You're going to call me. I'm, you know, like you said, top of mind, but um, uh, those are probably faded out a bit and not as many people using them anymore, it seems, but. Um, but anyway, so tell us, uh, give us some examples. So, uh, of uh, more of the, you know, constellation of how you work with a client, a customer, and, and, and how that's turned out. Right.
2: Uh, I'm going to finish what you're just saying, though, about okay. the mouse pads, because yeah. you're right. Those used to be huge. But what's kind of taken over for that now is who doesn't walk around with a phone anymore? So, your best real estate for Advertising Day is to be on someone's phone. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if everybody out there is familiar with like pop sockets or screen sa- uh, screen cleaners that stick on the back of it, their removal. Those things are invaluable because of, I mean, if you can get on somebody's phone, just think of how many impressions you're getting every day. Every single 24 day. 24 hours a day, seven days a week because they don't stop.
1: And it's funny you say that, and I, I tell you, I promise you, we did not talk about this for the show, <laughs> but I considered recently the same thing. How can I get on someone's phone with my own products? And someone said, well, you got to make cases. And I said, I don't want to make cases because there are 49 different kinds of phone and iPhone comes out with a new one every call it year, 10, 12 months, whatever. Uh, Galaxy comes out with it. Trying to keep up with that. And then you got old inventory. That's the old kind that no one buys anymore. I'm like, I'm not dealing with that mess. But exactly what you said, those are the kind of things that are... Not quite evergreen, but almost evergreen. And there are hot items right now that get on a phone and you don't have to, you know, keep up with the case changes and all that kind of stuff. So, good. uh, Very, very true. Yeah, definitely a good suggestion there. So, give us an example. Tell me about someone you work with. Uh,
2: I'm going to try and hopefully we'll have time for at least two of these I can go through. One of them is I was contacted by a high state veterinary department several years ago and they were looking for a cat carrier cover that they could give away through their veterinary. Uh, Science program over there and for the people, actually for the, uh, the veterinarians Mm -hmm. there that Mm -hmm. work there. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was kind of a a customized project because there is no cat carrot covers out there that (laughs) we could just come up with. So it's actually probably my most enjoyable program or project that I probably have ever worked on because it was completely customizable. I'm working with the professor there and he brought in, he actually starts out with an IKEA bag. He brings an IKEA bag to me. <laughs> to, wanted to be something like this. Okay. So we started going overseas, and we had a bag uh, customized overseas, uh, had it drawn up and brought back with specs, and it ended up being a cat carrier cover for the Ohio State Veterinary School. Um, we went through like it was like a thousand of those, and the next thing, about a year or two later, I get a call from a veterinary uh, office up in Michigan. They said, we want those, too, but we want them in more like Michigan colors. Right, right. <laughs> so, so the idea was, you know, if there's not a product out there, I'm more than glad to work with somebody, and that's really enjoyable to customize something just for them that nobody else may have. You're so
1: being a solution, Jeff. You, you, you're being you a solution. It. No, seriously. You're I mean, right. Again, uh, most pro- promotional product companies, you're not going to get that. They're going to say, oh, we don't, care, we don't carry those. Good luck right? Uh, whereas right. W- w- with with Jeff, that's not, that's not how it is. Again, J-A-W enterprises.net. All right. And that's, that's, that's exactly the kind of story I think is great for people to understand sort of the difference between what you do compared to what a lot of other companies. Yeah. Do. Some
2: people could just say, oh no, we don't have it. Forget it. But you know, that's, and it's challenging. It's fun and challenging to do something like that. I got stories and stories. And I know we don't have a whole lot of time, <laughs> but I do want to get through this other one because this has been a really strong issue of mine. Um, I had parents that were sickly and things like this for a while. Mm -hmm. So I I have a large number of customers who are in the health field, like senior living, assisted living, nursing, and things like that. Mm -hmm. And one of my clients, they were looking for a way that they could put like a memo board or have available to their clients uh, information that they could leave for the caretaker and for the family. And actually, I kind of thought of this because when my mom was sick and we had home health care... There was no way for us to communicate, communicate if we weren't there at the same time. Yep, yep. So when I was working with them, I said, this is my situation. I think it'd be great if there were some kind of something, a central location where you could put information for both sides. So if they don't see each other, they can leave it there and everybody knows where to go. Mm-hmm. And they loved it. So we started doing these magnetic memo boards that can stick on your refrigerator. And, you know, if you could leave message for each other if you're not there. And we started doing this, I don't know, it's probably been five, six, seven, eight years ago, and we're still doing it, and they order thousands and thousands every year. Yeah, yeah, And it was, again, it was a solution thing. You know, how can we make this better? So, you know, so often we think of promotional products that they're just giveaways to get your name and information out there, but they're a lot more than that. Mm-hmm. They are. Ken keeps saying that it, It's a solution. They're solving a problem. So I think sometimes swag and things gets a bad rap for just being you know, chotskies and things yeah, like yeah. that. But if it's a really effective promotional item, it s- serves a purpose and solves a problem. And no, that's I, what you're trying to do.
1: Yeah, and I think, I mean, you hit it on it with your three U's. I mean, in that case, it's something that's useful, it's unique, and it's unforgettable because, you know, it's there and it, people are going to remember it because it's, it's helpful. And then when someone else sees it and says, well, geez, you know, I've got that situation with my parents or my my aunt or my uncle or whatever, you know, that, that that's the kind of thing that keeps that, you know, living on and on and on.
2: And they're great opportunity, especially like memo boards. They have a large area, so you can get a lot of uh, branding on it. You can put any kind of messages on it. So, and you can custom, what's nice is you can even customize the memo board, whatever information you want on it, so it works out perfect.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, that's, but again, I'm glad you shared those two stories in particular because those are, those are the difference makers. Again, like I said, a, a typical swag tchotchke company right. Says, okay, you want a pen? We got eight kind of pens. We'll call it, you know, again, yep. very very menu-driven uh, kind of thing. Whereas with, with Jeff and net, you can go to Jeff and order things sort of what I would call off the menu, if necessary. I mean, he's got all the menu things as well, but, you know, off the menu. I, I'll tell you guys, I'm working with Jeff on something that uh, we'll see what we come up with, <laughs> but I had some crazy harebrained idea, and I'll share it with you guys later, but... Um, and I just mentioned that Jeff, almost sort of in passing, next thing I know, about three or four days later, I get an email from Jeff, and he's like, check this out. This might be what you're looking for. And I'm like, holy crap, this is awesome. Uh, so again, uh, he's helping me as well. So Jeff, look, it, this has been fascinating. I'm really glad you came on. Thanks for sharing uh, your stories and, and, and how it makes you different in your journey. Thanks, Ken. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no, good stuff. Good stuff. Um, maybe once we get, if we come up come up with something really cool, we'll have to uh, have you back on and maybe give a couple of these things away to some listeners. Um, so thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks again to Jeff Wazerstrom of JEW Enterprises. You can find him at Uh Thanks for listening. Thanks to our show sponsor, Capital Plus. You can find them at cpifunding.com, or you can call them at 855-522-3951. Um, join us again next week. Have a great week this week, though. And don't forget, cash flow is king.
0: This has been B2B Radio with your host, Mr. Biz, sponsored by Capital Plus. Capital Plus is your trusted resource for commercial financing and accounts receivable management. They've been providing working capital to businesses nationally for 25 years. Learn more about them at cpifunding.com or to schedule a free consultation, call 855-522-3951.